So this past month, I really stepped into something that I felt like God was calling to me to. It was an intense season of rest. And so how I did that was by taking away a major part of the work that I'm doing, and that is the public podcast. And I removed that for a month to be able to settle my heart, really focus on the Lord, take time for my mind and body just to rest. It's something that I feel like the Lord's been calling me to do all year in different ways. And so this is one way that I wanted to do that. And so today I wanted to talk about three things that I learned in this season of rest. Really, it's going to actually be four things. So four things that I've learned in this season of rest that I feel like God has called me to. If you feel like you are burnt out or you need a season of rest, or maybe that God's calling you to do the same, or you just need encouragement in the area of rest, I really encourage you to listen to the rest of this episode. And at the end of this episode, I'm answering your anonymous questions that you write into our Dear Meg segment. Today's question is about strategies for evangelizing to non-Christian friends, strategies for evangelizing to non-Christian friends. Hey friend, I'm Megan Edmonds, and I am so glad that you're here joining me on the She Lives Purposefully podcast, a place where we are encouraged and equipped in our walks with Christ, in knowing our purpose, and in living purposefully as Christian women. I am so thankful that we get to do this life to seek God and honor Him together. Before we get going, I just want to pause for a moment and thank you so much for being here, for listening. I really can't tell you how much it means. And I'm so thankful for every single subscribe, listen, review, and share. It helps the podcast be found by more women to encourage and equip them in their walk with Christ. So thank you for being here and thank you for sharing the She Lives Purposely podcast. Okay, so first let's dive into why I took this time of rest. So like I mentioned before, I really felt like it was something that God was calling me to do in some way, and I was just trying to figure out what that might look like. So throughout this past year, that has looked like, you know, maybe changing my morning routine, really making sure that I'm taking time to breathe and pray and prioritizing my time with the Lord getting outside and kind of allowing my body to rest. Um, and maybe that also has looked like too eating differently to allow my body to feel nourished and, and allow rest in that area. It also has meant going to counseling and working on anxiety and worries and different things like that. And another big aspect of that, and that has shown through in this past month of June, has been actually taking a step back from some areas of work. And the biggest one that I took a step back from was the publicly available podcast. So I was feeling pretty burnt out, not so much in that I was struggling with time, but that I just felt like, yeah, I guess just burnt out. I think the last time that I took a break in this way, where I was just taking some a step back and not filling it with something new to work on or um, something like that, was probably over a year and a half ago. So I just was feeling like I really needed a break creatively, all these different things, and um, just also needed to recenter on the Lord and refocus on what is Sheila's purposely for? What do I want out of this? How am I making sure that that this is going in the direction that the Lord actually has for it to go in. So that is what this time was for. 
Um, and it was really hard for me to do and we'll dive a little bit more into why, but it was a hard thing to take a step back for a, a number of different reasons. But I felt like it was something again that the Lord was really calling me to do. And you know, when the Lord really calls you to do something and you really feel like it's from him, you just got to do it. He knows best. And I knew that. So I was like, he has got this. And it is so crazy to see that he really did like have everything untouched, under control. Like it just was, it was really cool to be able to take a step back from not only something that I care so deeply about personally, but also something that has become a source of income for our family, you know, the podcast with ads or different things like that. And to see him be able to just support and take care of us has been really cool in that way. So anyway, all that to say, it was a hard thing for me to step into, but I decided to step into it. And so here are four things that I learned during this time. The first one, and this was another reason that it was hard, is that I learned that God cares more about me than what I can do for him. He wants more of my heart than he wants the success of anything that I'm doing, than he wants my striving for anything. And, you know, we talked about this in last week's episode a little bit regarding purpose, but I feel like it was really a big moment for me to resettle with the fact that my purpose is not about what I'm doing, what I'm accomplishing, all the things that I'm striving for. Um, and I don't need to be doing all the things. I don't need to be the best to be doing all of the stuff. What the Lord wants is my heart and for this to honor and glorify him and for me to bring this to him and say, Lord, what do you want from this? So I think I really learned like, all right, I, in taking this time of rest in maybe making decisions that are actually going to maybe even better, she lives purposefully, but not be so focused on accomplishing all the things, but really take a step back and be focused on, all right, Lord, this is an open hands moment where I am allowing you to move and change things how you want to do that. That and taking a pause from doing all the things doesn't take away my purpose. It doesn't take away the purpose of she lives purposefully. Um, so I, I felt like that was a big thing that I was learning. And, um, part of that too, is my mom had recommended a book to me. If you are watching on YouTube, I have it here, but it's why grace changes everything. And it's by, um, Chuck Smith. And I feel like this was really huge for me too. I'm still going through it. I haven't finished it. I am a fairly slow reader when it comes to nonfiction things. Um, but it, has really been just so such a beautiful reminder about God's grace and I think it hit me in this area as well where it's like my purpose is not about my accomplishments and the Lord is not looking for me to be the best thing like he is just looking for my heart and so that is something that I've learned that God cares or not learned but been reminded of is that God cares more about me than what I can do for him. And so, you know, when we think about rest, sometimes I think that can be a hard concept if we have this idea that we have to be accomplishing all the things, but he cares more about us than he does our accomplishments or all the things that we're doing for him. And that was a big one for me. Another one for me that I had been reminded of by the Lord was that his plans for me might not always look how I thought they would but he does have plans for me. And so this was just something that I was reminded of as well. I feel like it's something that I relearn every couple of months, every every couple of years, just in different ways. And, and for this, it's how it's something that I was learning in this area of She Lives Purposefully. Um, one, 
is that he is so faithful to do more than we could ever ask or imagine. And she lives purposely has become something more than I could have ever imagined. But I think too, on the flip side with comparison, you know, you're striving to be like everybody else in some ways. And that's a big check that you have to be on top of just for anybody in any area of life. And so it was just a reminder that maybe God's plans for me are not always how I want them to turn out or how I envision them, but he does have plans for me. And my job is to really just walk with him and follow him and not turn to the right or the left and strive to be everybody else, but just keep my eyes on the race that the Lord has set before me and not before everybody else. And so when things don't go the way that I expected or hoped or imagined or dreamed or whatever, I can know, you know what? I am on this race that the Lord has called me to, not her to, not them to, but me to. And so, um, yeah, I think that was an, another big thing is God's plans for me might not always look how I thought they would, but he does have plans for me and they are good plans. And friend, he has plans for you too. A third thing that I learned is that he will bring in or grow things that he wants to. And from that, it is good to focus on business things. But my focus, my ultimate focus needs to be on him. And this is something that I have learned time and time again. And one way that I've learned this, and I kind of alluded to this before in this, is that, you know, I was nervous to take this pause for a number of practical reasons, aside from just, you know, like kind of taking a step back from this area of ministry, but, you know, practically, financially, not that it would make or break us or anything, but just worried about like ad revenue and not bringing in, you know, enough money or money in this area, but also um, being really excited about the podcast being in a top 50 chart on Spotify and wondering, all right, like if I don't have episodes, if I don't have listens, it might drop out of that. And what was so funny to me looking back is that the podcast actually did drop out of the top 50 during the last like two weeks that I was airing public podcasts. So I was like, all right, this is just not even a concern anymore because like it already happened. So it's not something that I need to be watching for. And what's so funny is that the second that I, you know, officially laid it down and I decided, like, I was like, all right, this is something that I'm not going to be doing for the month of June is these public podcast episodes. It came back into the charts, which I just thought was so funny. And this has happened before too, where I have taken a moment and I have stopped worrying and I have given She Lives Purposefully to the Lord and my plans and my dreams and everything that all of my desires to the Lord. And that is when he shows up. That was the first time that it ended up in the charts. And again, this time too, when I stopped striving to do things in my own way, in my own strength, in my own capacity. And I'm like, Lord, I'm going to do it how you want me to. I'm going to take this season of rest right now. And he, you know, he kept it in the charts, which is so crazy. Um, praise the Lord. And thank you to you guys as well for sharing, reviewing all that stuff. Um, and, and so I thought that was crazy too. And two, the ad revenue actually stayed in pretty consistently, which was wild to me. Um, but all of that to say is the Lord will bring in or grow things that he wants to, and he will not do that if he doesn't want to as well. But I just need to continue to be seeking him because number one, nothing that we do is about that. And not that it's not good to focus on, you know, the practical and the business and, supporting a family or any of those things like working hard is good it's a good thing we see that in proverbs a lot too like we're not called to be lazy we're called to you know work hard and um do everything unto the lord but 
we cannot let those things become an idol. And I have seen in my own life when it starts to become one, the Lord really reigns me back in. And when I really surrender those things, he He really shows up, which is really cool to see. Um, and then too, there were a couple other things that I had been praying over that I am not sharing yet, but that I had been praying over. And it was so cool. I had been praying for them around the same time. And they were kind of things that I didn't even know how to approach. And I just was like, I don't even know what this looks like. And Lord, I'm just going to cast these thoughts up to you. I'm going to just pray for this, lift this up. I don't even know how to take steps in this direction. So I'm going to give this to you. And on the very same day, both of those things were answered, which was really cool a couple weeks later. So again, all that to say, the Lord will do what he wants to do and he will not do what he does not want to do. And so let's just be so aligned with him and have an open hand mindset in everything in our lives. And then the last thing that I wanted to share, something that the Lord had showed me in this past month of rest that I feel like he called me to, was that if I fill my plate up with all of the things, and we've alluded to this in this whole episode, but if I fill my plate up with all the things, I might lose sight of the ultimate vision. So if I'm having, you know, 20,000 tasks, I might lose sight of why I'm doing them in the first place and dedicating time to that and seeking God in that. So for me, I recognize like if I can, if there are things that I can eliminate, then I should eliminate some of the things that might be inhibiting my focus on God or allowing me to really sow where I'm at. Um, so yeah, I, I thought that was something else that was important that I I learned and just, you know, recognizing there might be some things that I need to take off of my plate and there have been some things that I've taken off of my plate so that I can better do the things that I feel like the Lord is actually calling me to. So those are four things that I learned during this time, during this rest time that I feel like God called me to. I hope that they were an encouragement to you as well in some way, whether you yourself are in a season of rest, whether you're just looking for more rest. And friend, rest comes from the Lord. I feel very thankful that I was able to take a step back in this area, but I absolutely know that that's not the case for everybody. There are times when life is just busy and it's busy long term and we can't really take a step back or, you know, remove something from our job or our life or whatever it is. And our rest is found in the Lord. So I hope that these lessons that I learned in this time of rest, which will be lessons that, you know, help me as I am busy and doing all the things, help me to actually have my rest in the Lord, even when I can't take a step back. And so I hope that these are helpful for you as well. If you feel like you can't take a step back in where you are to know these truths. And also, I just want to encourage you in whatever season you're in, let's say that you are in a busy season and you're craving rest, go to the Lord. And it may sound counterintuitive, but if you can, like get up a little earlier just to be refreshed by him. Um, put on worship music instead. There's other ways that we can rest and give our minds and bodies rest than actually, you know, removing a piece of our work or something like that. So I encourage you to really seek him in that area as well. All right. So now for the segment of Dear Meg. So the question is, Dear Meg, what are some strategies for evangelizing to non-Christian friends? And we actually had an episode on this a little bit ago, so I will link that episode in the show notes. But first and foremost, I do want to say, and I actually was just studying this 
in the second Timothy study, which I encourage you to go and grab that. If you haven't already the digital study, it's in the shop or available to bonus subscribers, but I was studying or, you know, you can of course to studying it on your own. That's not a requirement to get anything out of second Timothy, but it is a helpful tool. Um, so I was studying in second Timothy and just reading through the real emphasis that is given on making sure that we are speaking truth and sharing the gospel and teaching the word. And so one, I love Love this question because it shows that your heart is right in the right place with this. This is something that I need to be doing more if I'm being honest. Um, so I just love this question so much and want to reemphasize the importance of sharing the gospel because one, it is a matter of life and death. And two, it really impacts course as well like our lives here on earth and being able to actually have true life and to be able to walk in the spirit and actually be children and friends of god so um all that to say so important to speak truth speak the word teach um the word and share the gospel so what are some strategies for that in the episode that we talk about, we talk about a couple of different ways on how to do that. One way that I want to talk about today is actually just sharing your testimony and talking about maybe what the Lord is doing in your own life or how he's moving in your own life. So I think that's a really great entryway for sharing the gospel and evangelizing to non-Christian friends is talking about what he's doing in your own life. Um, and maybe it's something that he revealed to you in your time with him this morning, or you're just simply talking about like you went on a retreat this weekend and it was so encouraging because xyz or that you went to church on you know a wednesday night or something or you can't go out to hang because you're going to a bible study incorporating that more and more in your conversation is a really good way to either open the door to that conversation or open the door for them to ask questions later on but two, to be able to insert that into conversation. So I've had conversations with people where, you know, we're talking about hard things or things that we've gone through in our life. And the way that I tell the story and the things that the Lord has brought me through really matters because I can tell a story and, you know, if I was careful to, I could exclude the Lord out of that story. And I could talk about how maybe like healing came for me in certain areas, but not really incorporate the Lord. But for me to be able to stand there and be like, well, actually, like this happened at a retreat and God really spoke to me and this is how he healed me. And this is what he said. And this is what his word said. And, you know, all and being able to actually talk about the Lord and, you know, he freed me from this sin and this shame and I need him. And, you know, I believe that we all do and we're all, you know, and being able to incorporate the gospel in this way, I think is a really great entryway because you are talking about it from your own perspective. To them, it might not feel like you are, you know, people argue that we don't want to shove it down their throats or anything like that. And this is a really great way of avoiding that altogether. Not to say that just straight up sharing the gospel is shoving it down someone's throat, but this is a way to to do that. So I would encourage that incorporate it in your daily conversation. Be open about the things that you are doing that involve the Lord. Um, be open about your own personal walk with him as as a way to start evangelizing. And then two, I would have like a story of the gospel ready to go. Like, what is the gospel? And like, this is how I'm going to share it, you know, to be ready in and out of season. So I would encourage you to do that. I have 
so much more in that episode. So I will link that in the show notes as well for you. But I love that question so much. And that would be one bit of encouragement that I have for you in this area. All right, as we wrap up, I would be remiss without telling you that you can grab multiple resources with Sheila's Purposely to add some extra encouragement into your own life. We have a free Bible study tools guide, a free purpose Bible reading plan. We also have a bunch of digital Bible studies, including a brand new Second Timothy Bible study that I alluded to earlier in the episode, but it's a Second Timothy digital Bible study that's available in our shop for $5. Um, and to you can get so many of these resources, including other reading plans like a Romans Bible reading plan, Acts Bible reading plan. Um, we're coming out with one on comfort and care next month and weekly bonus podcast episodes as well. All of those things as a bonus subscriber. So like I said, that free Bible studies tool guide, free purpose Bible reading plan are all available to you right now. I will link those things in the show notes. You can just sign up for them, put in your email and they are yours. And these studies are available in the shop, $5 a piece. Or you can become a bonus subscriber, which is a way to get more content and also support She Lives Purposely. And you can get all of those $5 studies for free as a bonus subscriber, which is $5.99 a month. And you will also get, like I said, Bible reading plans, bonus podcast episodes, and an exclusive 20% off shop code that is reusable. You can sign up to become a bonus subscriber at shelivespurposely.com backslash sign up. That's shelivespurposely.com backslash sign up, and you'll get a two-week free trial when you sign up. So go ahead and check all of those things out, whether it's the free resources, the studies, or the bonus subscription. Friend, if you like this podcast episode, be sure to leave a review and share it with your friends in your go to group chat or on social media. Doing that helps this podcast so much to reach new women, to encourage and equip them in their purpose and in walking with Christ. Don't miss next week's episode about how to strengthen your relationship with the Lord. Friend, live purposefully, live for Jesus, and have a fantastic rest of your day.